0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will with American Hard Enduro. I'm here with Drew Kirby. What's going on, Drew? We're driving. Where are we? Iowa. We're looking at the Mississippi River, and it's the Iowa-Illinois line in the middle of the Mississippi River. It's actually beautiful. We're in corn country. We're just leaving the Iowa and Hard Enduro. How windy has it been this whole weekend? Windier than I think I've ever experienced. Yesterday, no no one put easy ups out it was just i mean the, the mississippi is white capping it's it looks like right now. rougher than uh the what bay is that gulf uh, of mexico gulf of mexico thank you yeah. so yeah we're we've started the 10 and a half hour drive home yeah we are within 10 hours of home now yeah 4 forty eight a.m arrival hopefully that's time adjusted for eastern i don't think it is uh okay anyway let's not talk about that one. <laughs> what are we going to talk about will why don't we talk about what we did this weekend, Drew? Well, we drove to Iowa on Friday. We walked some course on Friday afternoon when we got here, and then we spent all day Saturday. There was no racing on Saturday, but we paid $10 to ride. Um, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of riding either. Well, and to their credit, they used every available inch. piece of land for trail. Like, um, And so we, we found a few places to play, got a feel of the terrain. It was super dry. They said it hadn't rained in, like, what, a couple months? No, I think it rained, like, last week, but it. Oh, really? so windy, oh, it just drives gosh. Yeah, it all out. Yeah, it was super hard packed. Traction was better than I thought it'd be, and there was a little moisture in the woods. Um, but It was just a weird, like, super loamy, and then as soon as you dug through and hit a rock, it was, like, loop-out city. Well, in talking to Colton Haker, he made a good point. He said that it felt like two different race courses because he said that the one side, like, for anybody who was there, or not there, the right side right after the start you kind of ran a ridge line and then you kind of ran through a cornfield and then you ran another ridge line back that was kind of at a different angle so he thought that one of those was kind of north-facing and might have gotten more shade Mm. and he was like it was definitely a different moisture content in the soil well so basically i've never seen rock formations according to someone i talked to from iowa these are like the only rocks in iowa and it looks except like except ho- for northwestern iowa near wisconsin okay but it looked like hobbit land i was waiting for a small little hobbit to run out and knock me off my bike which is probably what happened a couple times yeah that must have been what happened yeah me. I was it short legs and a hobbit got me <laughs> um so we spent saturday goofing off riding around walking some trail and the general consensus among the guys top pros was it wasn't gonna be that hard well in it, it would have been really hard had it been wet and rainy, but it yeah. was, the traction was unbelievable. It was it like was, Velcro. It was, and we were fortunate. If it had been wet, I, I don't know if anyone would have made a lap at Moto 2. Yeah. Maybe Moto 1. We, we know a few guys that would have. Well, I, this guy would not. Yeah, nor, nor would I have. Yeah, so, but I mean, a lot of short, quick uphills, zigzaggy, super steep and technical, and favored a lot of trial skills is kind of what I'm I'm going to attribute my success to, maybe. Because you're a trials rider, I've spent some time on one, but I'm not gonna. sell... i have not worn the tight pants yet. So um, what? That was Friday. That was, Fr- no, it was Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday. And yeah. really Drew and I went out riding, and we to be honest with you, we, we didn't find that much good stuff. Yeah. I mean, we couldn't. I guess we're not creative enough. Or well, they used. I mean, they used up all the stuff, and it was there was a lot of like vegetation, low vegetation. So you almost had to just like kind of boondog through it and make stuff. But then. Yes, but then the big boys started making their sections, and yeah. so there was this awesome switchback. like no, no, no. Sw- What did you have to do to get up the switchback? Uh, pivot turn. Pivot yep. turn, pivot turn. You had to do pivot turn, pivot turn. Yeah, so it was a double pivot turn, like super steep, and, and w- w- we watched Taylor and Colton and... Cody Will, and Will, Will Reardon and, yeah and Ryder, and they were just making it look really, really easy. And, yeah, so of course, we didn't want to get in the way, because you know how it is, when they're sessioning something, we'll just be in the way, so we waited until they got done, and we went back over there. <laughs> Where they were just blowing up, making it look easy oh, was not easy. Uh, no, it wasn't. So, I mean, it just shows you how the level, the skill level, and so later in the day, I see, I think Ryder comes back, and he's like, hey, there's they're putting in some new stuff over there, because, again, the consensus was it's not going to be hard enough, so Josh Shecker and the and the Iowan guys were like, all right, let's step it up. And, dude, they made some stuff for the Moto2 Sunday, the all-blue course, that was pretty next level. And, and for those that don't know Josh Shecker, he was Colton Haker's mechanic for, mm-hmm. like, the last 10 years? Forever. No, probably not that long. Maybe five years. Yep. So they've traveled the world. He's He's been to pretty much every hard enduro you can imagine. And now he is the direct the course director? Course director. Course director for Extreme AMA Street. Yep. So... Um, yeah, but so, so he he went out there and he dude he busted it all day. We were we were trying to wait for him to eat dinner and he was like, "You guys eat, make some chicken because we we were hanging out with him and, and he was like, "I'll be back at dark." And dude, he rolled in about dark, right at dark. Um, and they they made some they added great additions to the course for that second race on some Sunday. stuff that visually looked scary and impossible. It it was. Yeah. (laughs) For me, for my level. For for the top guys, obviously, they're they're on a different plane than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess let's go format. Format started out... With a hot lap on this, well, hold on, we got to back up. I get it. On okay, so sorry. Saturday they had you could pay ten dollars a ride. <laughs> oh yeah, the enduro <laughs> yeah. cross. So then they had a little. Uh, of course, the the finish line was going to be according to the promoter Dan. He was like, "Man, it's going to be boring." So we know you guys don't like man made stuff, but we needed something for to entertain people. So they built an enduro cross track, some rocks. Are- and, and someone I don't know who it was. They said, "This is not enduro cross. This is an obstacle course." Yes. Yeah, so it was basically it, it was creative logs, logs. Tires. So a few rock, rock pile. A big ramp. Tires. A big ramp to get over the log. Um, so they had a little... Ooh, we're passing a brewery. Oh, That's man. so tempting. We cannot stop there. We will not <laughs> make it home by the schedule time. Anyway, right. um, so if you paid the $10 to ride, you were entered. And uh, there wasn't like a loudspeaker. So at 3 o'clock, here and, comes and They dude. gave They gave away 200 bucks to the winner. No, to the pro winner. To the pro and winner. And a set of gear to, I think, the Every A winner and the pro women. I don't think any women did it, though. Um... Uh, I, I, I thought Shelby did it. No, Shelby didn't do it. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, Cooper Abbott, out of nowhere, because JoJo, Tool, and I were talking, and he was like, dude, $200 buys a lot of gas. He's like, there's only three other people signed up. So yeah, a pretty up. good chance. Yeah. I didn't need did, drew Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> so then, little beknownst to him, I think, Cooper Abbott was like, $200 buys a lot of gas. Right. <laughs> so, so from Arizona, you need it. Yeah, so Cooper put on a demonstration like the amateur guys dude they it was funny it was it was struggle uh and, and, and so cooper ended they up had a lot of heart they had it. a lot of heart so cooper won so that was saturday afternoon some entertainment from three to four um then more riding then more. more riding and more walking some of this gnarly stuff and so orange arrows were the hot lap yep blue arrows with pink on them was moto one and yep. the orange and then moto two on sunday was all blue arrows um, so we walked some of the orange, which was the hot lap, and then we'd find a blue or a pink and we'd walk it. Well, unbeknownst to us, I don't know if you feel this way, it's how I feel, I was thinking that orange hot lap was going to be nothing. Yeah, I, I kind of was thinking we didn't need to really walk it, but golly, I wish we'd have walked that back so, creek. So the way it works, there's like area. patches of rocks and, and trees and then cornfields everywhere. So you would come out of like a section of up and down, up and down cut around the cornfield drop back into another section and like there's like what four sections four or five sections um yeah i'm good um four or five sections so we did the first one cut across the cornfield and then we dropped into one of the hardest sections it was like the second big we didn't walk any of that second major section no and so i come down the hill and see a danger sign just and a couple X's. Someone did, you could go left or straight, and there was like a creek, and I pulled up to it thinking I could roll off of it. So, what road did you start on? Uh, oh, we, we started on the same road together. Five. No, seven. Six? Six? Seven. Yeah, so thank you to Dan. They had, last year, the pros were kind of mixed in with everyone, and yeah. we were going to be on row 17, and holy cow, if we were on row 17, it would have added It'd've 10 been to a 15 minutes to our time. I mean, there was even pros, and I was one of them who was stuck in bottlenecking, so. Um, so back to walking, or not walking. So we're in the hot lap, coming down this hill. There's this creek. And apparently, I found out afterwards, Cody and the top guys. Oh, I've sh- got I've got video of them all jumping in. Okay, because I was, Cody lapped me there in the main event, and I really just wanted to see him do it. So I could be like, holy cow. So, long story short, I did a U-turn, went around, and then after that, you had to cross a log, go up the weirdest, like, angled rock like it's a big flat rock on a 45 degree angle yep then a hole and another 45 degree rock and you had to cross a log before all that and before all that and so i made it up the first one and then realized how big the hole was and fell in the hole fell over got up so that was obstacle number one that i didn't know what about you what'd you do when you got there um i went all the way around to the right okay and then kind of tried to side hill up that rock and just had no confidence and and like the, the tire didn't fail, I failed. And just <laughs> so I sank back down into the position you were probably in and had to bulldog it up a little yeah. bit. I kind of sent it over the log and over the first rock, and then I found that hole and fell over in the hole. And then my foot peg got caught on a root. There's nothing worse than trying to pick your oh, bike up. Yeah. So I got it up. Luckily, I hit the second one at like a 45 degree angle and made it. Um, well, and then not long after that. Oh, so two up and downs later, I yeah. counted them today. Not, not very far, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, a couple minutes, coming down the hill, and there oh. were a couple X's, and I see a course worker, I don't know, 50 feet over to the right, he's just kind of got his hands behind his back, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see a big drop, and oh. I'm like, alright, get ready to pin it, or you know, give it a little throttle to go off this drop. And it was like, a big drop. The landing was, <laughs> was steep. Steep downhill. And the drop was, it felt like six feet or more. And so I, I pushed out big time. <laughs> so what did you do? Upon <laughs> I grabbed a tree to the right because I knew I couldn't get stopped. Like it was slick, yeah. and let the bike go over the Gosh. freaking, you know, the drop. And of course, the bike went cartwheeling down the hill afterwards. and... So, when I got to it, I was, my front end was twisted, my brush guards were twisted, so I'm beating and banging trying to do fix that. But. So, I got there, luckily there was a guy in a position sideways that you sent off of, and Zach Attack, Zach Cleland, was over to the right. And I was like, I'm not going Zach's way. And then that guy that was on the ledge just drops his bike off, and the bike disappears. So I'm like, definitely not going that way right. so I, I bulldogged it over towards the right, attack the right was the ticket yeah and, and after that race um it, it was a burned in hotline i wrote it down every time yeah the second race i went to the right and it was no problem it yep. was no yep. slower it nope. was just safe oh yeah and left so, was not safe yeah so after that the hotline hot lap was pretty uneventful for me i think there was I, nothing i made, in. I made some the elevated log in the holiday Outlet. log, Holy yeah, I had cow. a little trouble there. Yeah, it was three quarters the way around, I would say roughly. This this log was probably two foot in diameter, and it was two feet off the ground. So the top of the log was close to thirty six to forty eight inches. It was waist high for me, and I that's not saying much. Well, yeah, okay, so maybe it was only two feet tall. <laughs> Easy. All right, so I skid plated it and hoped for the best and did not go over the bars. I skid plated it and did not get over it and just had to muscle it over it just okay. it like an idiot the, the, the second race did much better we'll get to that okay so then after that some more zigzags and then down a hill, and around the world's fastest yeah it was a, a it desert was race in through the cornfield. a cornfield yeah. yeah you basically went a quarter mile turn right went an eighth of a mile turn left went a half a mile into sand
1: yeah, and, and it, it
0: was sugar sand, like yeah. super sketch. And then back around to the Enduro cross track, which this year was at the end of the lap, not the beginning of the lap. Yeah, uh, and they we ran it in the opposite direction that they'd run it the, the previous day. So yeah. I thought it was much easier than it looked when they were racing it. Yes, yeah, it was, and and I think we watched a bunch of the amateurs, and I rode through it my last lap, the last time I went through it, that Will filmed it, It was my worst time, of course, I might (laughs) have been tired. Yeah. Uh, Let's let's go back to the start of the hot lap, so it was, we started rows of five, one minute apart, national enduro or enduro style, you turn left, turn right, cross the creek, and you were supposed to turn right, and go over, what, a 36 inch diameter log that was as wide as a four wheeler trail, or maybe a razor trail, and so nothing was ribbon or it was arrowed, but it wasn't ribbon. And so I'm like, I'm going around this thing. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So I got, I was second. The guy in first went straight across the Creek and never turned right, which yep. was kind of my plan. But then he did that. So I'm like, well, I'm, I'm second. I'm going to go over the log as I'm going over the log. My alternate plan was to just go around the log. I went over the log. Two other people went around the log and passed me. <laughs> so my sneaky line back. I followed the guy that went, to the right the whole th- no to the left okay so I-, I gotta i mean i'm having problems with my confidence going into a corner with off a starting line i just can't i'm not aggressive enough right now i don't know if i'm just getting older or what but well i, I will, need to do something about it i will say i didn't look at my actual speed but i don't think i got above 52 miles an hour and jackson davis said he did 72 so he's 18 i'm 40. That's fast, uh, dude. Like I I think Taylor Roberts said there's no way he did 72. Yeah, he said he was doing 71 at the works race. I don't know. We'll see if he can prove it. I was scared to look at the odometer. Yeah. Cuz it was like, you know, they, it had been a wet field and there four-wheel were four-wheeler ruts and wet? it was would have been, it was it had been wet. And so yeah. it was yes, had, ruts. yes, it there had, were ruts and then they, that sugar And they were hard just, as dispersed. a rock Yeah. So, um, hot lap, I think I ended up I don't know, 22nd? 23rd? I think I was 28th Yeah. Sh- so that put me on, they reshuffled everything for the Moto 1 race. So that put me on row 5, which you, you were right behind me. Right? row 6. Yeah. row behind you. Yep. Oh, God, I don't even want to talk about this race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember what happened. I think I got the whole shot. I got the whole shot, and then I was doing well, and we came, like, off the start, went up, horseshoe came down. In the previous race, orange, we went left. We needed to go right. And I was in my head going left, and I tucked the front end and went down.
1: Yeah, Going right. So, so I got behind,
0: like, three people there. Like, I, I passed, or I started, once again, my traditional last place start off you know. <laughs> I got the whole shot. Well, so I was in fifth. Okay. And I, I think I made a couple moves, and then everybody was lost for a second. Were, I don't know. I, I think it was marked well, but we were used to the previous race. So everybody yeah. w- everybody blew by the trail we all turned back around and i was in such a hurry because i went from being last <laughs> in my on my row to first on my row and then i missed the trail again <laughs> so <laughs> sorry that's funny yeah i went last to first to last immediately yeah we dropped off down this hill and then where there was this off camber line to the left oh, off over this big big old rock you had to skid plate and get real sketchy Or you could drop down around this tree. And when I got there on the hot lap and race one, there was the dude, the worker was pointing me over the rock. And the first time I said, no way, and I went low. The second time I was like, there was somebody low, so I went high and survived. the first time I went low and it was no problem. Yep. The second time there was somebody. (laughs) There was 200 people ran it through, (laughs) made some holes. Yeah, 200 people later. But anyways, uh, somebody was hung up, high centered on the high line. So I was like, all right, got to go low. Went low. Got a good drive out of there, then kind of got hung up, hung up. then just caught a ton of traction with throttle, and my bike <laughs> looped out, landed handlebar seat, like totally upside down. Like you'd work on a bicycle. Yeah, so yeah. of course I'm not strong enough to just pick it up and over, so I had to flip it over, and then when I flipped it over, it flipped up over a rock on the side of the trail. Could not get turned around to save my life. Um, apparently, uh, Shelby Turner yep. saw it all happen. Yep, she was telling me later. She was like, "Oh, you were the guy that <laughs> looked, looked it out. out." Yeah, you were talking about it. But anyways, I I know the next two rows got by me before I could get going, and I was already sitting in thirtieth. So you need to be top thirty in advance. So I kind of overcooked it trying to make up time. Well, and so let's talk about so and back to the hot lap. Let's say who won the hot lap first. Ryder LeBlanc smoked the hot lap. He started on on row one. He did, and I think he won by over 30 seconds. Yeah, so he he had a good hot lap. Um, Tristan threw a chain. He was sixth seventh? Ninth. Okay. He said ninth. Okay. I I knew he was second row. Um, Cody was, like, fourth. Yeah, Uh, maybe. I know Taylor was second, maybe. Colton was Colton was third. Yeah, so that's a hot lap result. So, now... And then Nick Farringer and Quinn Winslow and, you yeah. know, the Will Ray guys, all the usual guys. Yeah. And Pat, Pat Samadz actually got – was fifth in the hot lap. He got on the Cooper first Abbott row. was right there. Yeah, he was second row. Okay. Um, so, and we'll go over all the results for the final race or overall, overall in a minute. Or yeah. we we'll get done so rambling. Because the hot got, lap did not – We got a while. The hot lap didn't – didn't count in the moto scoring Yep. all i did was reset the field and then the second lap the second race was going to be what two hours Yep. so that's what i was going to say so they re they reset the field and let the pros in front of abc and women well i went to dan and i said thank you i was like there have been a lot of bottlenecks if you didn't do that he said well you're welcome and we've decided to make a change for moto one it was supposed to be two hours, yeah. as many laps as you could do in two hours. I think, or maybe just two laps. Well, he said we're worried about bottlenecks, so basically you're gonna run one lap, and it was another hot lap with added in the blue yeah. and pink section. The, my my watch said the first race was, I believe, five point six nine miles. Okay. The second that was the race, hot, the hot lap, the hot lap. The second race ended being six point five miles or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was. I think my bike had about six something on it. Uh, And it was, for me, it worked better because I'm more of a sprinter, and I I work out for like 30 minutes to an hour, so that was perfect for me. And for me, (laughs) it takes me five miles to get comfortable on on a course, and I I really do much better in three-hour races than I do in 30-minute races, so so it it it, hurt me. and, And we talked to some guys who were bummed because they're like, I mean, only 30 made it to Moto2, so there was, okay, 30 minus 200, 200 minus 30, 170 people. Who drove anywhere from two hours to twenty-five hours? The the joke was this place is twelve hours from everywhere. Yeah, but they drove that whoever who knows how far to ride. Uh, what eleven about, miles? Eleven miles, and you know anywhere from an hour to three hours. And I was pretty bummed after the second race. I, I think I ended up thirty-fifth. Yeah, um, I ended up twentieth after the first race, um, but I made the most of it. I really, uh, I had a good time chasing the leaders around and got some really good footage for everybody. Yep. Is now that we have cell cell phone service, I can yep. upload. We'll some start of making it. some posts. But um, so I actually enjoyed that moto moto one much better than the hot lap because the sketchy situations and areas. Too. Even though I had, uh, yeah, I had I had a terrible yeah. moment, I yeah. enjoyed it more. Yeah, it's a, in, in a lot of the blue pink lines weren't. Just like, holy cow, how can I do this? Um, they were they, challenging, but the traction was amazing. And backing up to the riders' meeting, Dan, the, the head guy, um, Dan Meyer, said, There's going to be a lot of guys who don't make a lap in the hotline. Hot lap. They don't make a complete lap in the two hours. Yeah, and true. I was like, No way. Like what we walked, no way. And then I was riding it going, Holy cow. Yeah, it legit. was not a Midwestern hair scramble style course. No, it's. It, it, for, for the C and even some of the B guys, I'm sure that was a, a pretty tough hot lap. Yeah, I mean, if I pull up, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm that great, but when we pull up to some of that stuff and think, how are we going to get down this? Like, Yeah. You know, so, um, but even if they didn't make a complete lap in the hot lap, that they basically got moved on. To, everyone went to Moto 1. So what happened on row 1 of Moto 2? Oh. Moto so let's see. Rider LeBlanc. Oh, so I was on row 4. <laughs> And uh, Ryder got a great start. You were on five. I was on six. Not for the Moto 2 race. Oh, I'm talking about Moto 1. Oh, was it Moto 1 when that happened? Yes. Oh, oh yes, it was. Yeah. So, anyway, I was back there. Ryder gets the whole shot. He's gone. They, they Again, cross the water, turn right, go over the log. Well, all of a sudden, Colton, I see Colton and the other three guys going up the hill. And no Ryder. I'm like, dude, he has a big lead. I didn't even see him. Well, all of a sudden, I see people running towards the log. Yeah. I saw Shelly DeLula, like of uh, DRT racing hustle yeah. I, I, so I, I saw that Ryder got the whole shot you know down in the hill and then of course I'm adjusting my camelback or something you know and I look back up and I just see Shelly in a dead sprint I'm like uh, oh, that's well, not good and so I see Ryder pop up he immediately starts kicking his front tire uh, so you know we don't think anything about it and then we hear he ended up 6th in Moto 1 and we've got video I'm sure it'll come out somewhere uh, oh, I'll, I'll throw it moved. on the story right, yeah, right he, now after this rider was doing this sweet little splatter hit a rock wheel tap the log and just roll yeah he was in second gear and somehow hit neutral and ended up going over the bars he he hit and just his helmet and chest was on the front fender yeah. for a good oh, 10 yeah. yards just like before a yard sale yeah so and then obviously everyone in his row got around and he got going I, I think he caught back up but it it that throws you off. You yeah. So to get body slammed he got sixth. Uh, Tristan was actually on road two for that race. He ended up winning. Cody got fourth. And Will and I were talking about it. We meant to ask Cody what we don't happened. Know how? Yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't oh, get an interview. Was that the throttle sticking? Or was no, that, the, uh, that was the final. Or oh, was the Moto two. Okay. Um, again, so Moto scoring that really hurt Ryder getting sixth in the first race, right? But yes, yeah. he it eliminated him almost from podium. So in I think did Taylor get second? Yeah. So Tristan won. Taylor got second. Colton got third. Yeah, Colton, you interviewed. We got an interview with Col- with Colton, Taylor, and Tristan. Well, and, uh, and we'll do. Uh, Colton went three, three, three. Why don't we just play the the Taylor Robert interview right now? Uh, since we, I interviewed him after the second moto, so okay. here's Taylor Robert. What's up, guys? I'm here with Taylor Robert at the iowan Hard Enduro. We're uh, two motos into this race, about to start the final. How's it going, Taylor?
2: It's going good. Uh, you know, the tracks. I'll fully admit it's not as hard as the last <laughs> one, but um, it's still fun. You know, it's—I mean, it's faster. But when I say faster, I mean it's like mostly second gear stuff. So um, it's been—it's been fun. They—they did a good job making some course changes, trying to make it a little bit more difficult and progressively getting harder throughout the day. Uh, I got second in the hot lap behind Ryder LeBlond, and then ended up second in the first race behind uh, my teammate Tristan Hart. So, um, yeah, it's going good today. Did you see Ryder go over the bars at the start of the second moto? I did see Ryder go over the bars. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. I mean, it was super dusty, but at the same time I saw exactly what happened. You know, he tried to bunny hop that log, tagged it, and it just looked like it sent him straight to his head. Yeah, we have the video if, if you want to see it later. I do yeah, want to Yeah, we see will show him that right now. <laughs> um, okay
0: so the traction out here is like premium have you ever experienced this much traction
2: well i live in arizona and when it rains there once a year we get really good traction yeah (laughs) but um no it is it's good but honestly there's all the stuff that's being ridden in it's getting really slippery i'm sure it's some of those rocks that are polished now roots yeah Yeah. so it's like weird you go from really good traction to like oh boy where's this thing going um but no i mean that's part of the challenge right It's, it's a little unpredictable Absolutely. So this year you you've, you've kind of, you're doing a lot. I mean, you're doing the work stuff, you're doing the hard enduro stuff. Um, how's the transition? Are you enjoying all the hard enduro? Yeah, I'm having a blast. Honestly, you know, I've done works races for the majority of my life and, um, just wanted to do something a little bit different. You know, I really enjoy hard enduro style riding and just going out with my buddies, you know, usually it's Max and I just going out and exploring and that's one of my favorite types of riding. So, I wanted to come give it a whirl, and you know I've done a few in the past, TKO and Last Log Standing, stuff like that. So I've uh, dabbled with it in the past, but I'm I'm glad to be here and just doing something different, you know, something challenging and something uh, something to keep me motivated. Okay, so the first two races were kind of hot laps, two hot laps basically. (laughs) Yeah, we can go that. What
0: what is the strategy for this three lap? I mean, this this can be pretty tough coming up. It's hot out here. I mean, conditions are deteriorating. So what's the strategy?
2: Really the strategy here is you just gotta stay with the front group of guys for as long not, as you can. not make mistakes. Yeah, because, um, because the difficulty isn't as high as, say, rev limiter where there's like a lot of separators out there. You know, you mess up a hill, the guy's gone, you know? Now, like, we're all kind of riding in packs, so you gotta stay with that front pack um and then what comes down to the last lap that's when you kind of got to play strategy and make some moves put yourself in a good position for uh you know really coming in through this grass track if it comes down to that you know battling um that's kind of what i did on the second race is i was like 10 seconds behind colton but i know that i'm good in the grass track so i sucked that gap up and then we came into this indoor cross section side by side nice well in, in that grass track that, what, what was your top speed any
0: idea um, I don't know. I can check for you guys in a little bit. All right. that That'd be interesting. I know Jackson Davis at 72 miles an hour trying to catch me. And I'm like, I was cruising at maybe 45 or 50. Ah. And I honestly thought after your King of Motos crash, like a few years ago, I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to eat 72 it. Yeah. on a hard enduro bike is sketch.
2: Yeah. I, I don't even know if I was doing 72 because my max speed at the last works race was like 71. And I don't feel like I was going as <laughs> fast out there. I want no part of that. Yep. You know? All right. Well, good luck this final
0: moto. Hopefully, we'll be uh, interviewing you for a podium spot here soon. I'd like that as well. All right. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Thanks, sir. Yeah, no problem. And that was Taylor. He had a great second moto. Yeah, moving into the finals. So, well, and, and like he talked about, you know, he struggled some in texas and traction was great here a little more flowy a little high speed and he, he said he enjoyed it yeah he he looked like he was having a good time out there yeah it was cool you know we've never met taylor until this year he's on tko in the past but we've never really talked to him super nice guy um glad to have him around heck yeah he's he's like probably one of the best motorcycle riders on the planet right yeah. now in my opinion oh absolutely so um so that pretty much wraps up moto one would you agree yeah, the hot lap Moto One. Yeah. So moving into the finals, uh, all blue arrows for all the all difficult arrows. section. Well, and I will say, so in Moto One for me, like Jojo Tool, two other guys were in front of me, and a ribbon got blown down, or someone ran it over, and they ended up going off into a blue section where Josh's log. You didn't, you didn't do Josh's log. Holy cow, it was horrible. So they did all <laughs> of that. And I looked around and saw them, and I knew I wasn't supposed to go that way. And I told one of the course workers, so I ended up 20th. I probably should have been, like, 23rd. Who knows how the rest would have gone, but, yeah, you know. They made it in the top 30, so they still got into the finals. Or to the moto, too, excuse me. <laughs> so you're like, let those guys have fun down there, but. Well, no, I didn't know. I mean, at this point, it, I, there's nothing I can do. Right. Um, anyways, I told a course worker. I, I thought I did my part. Um, and if we got done. I talked to JoJo about it. He's like, what do you think we can do? I'm like. He's like at a minute back. I was like, I don't know how long this section was. So to right. those guys, I, I hate it. But in I don't know if they talked to the riders. Maybe you heard it. Like we just knew from helping Josh out some that orange was hot lap, pink and blue was lap moto one, and all blue was only Moto three or Moto Two. Golly look how fast that windmill's spinning. Dude, that thing's moving. So yeah, it's it's windy. Hopefully the wind noise isn't too too bad. Yeah, we're we're in the van, we're rolling. Yeah. What are we I'm 80. only going 75. I haven't tuned it up because we're talking. Okay. So, all right. So let's talk Moto 2. Moto the final. Yeah, but well, no, technically it's not the final because it's Moto scoring between one and two. So the final race. Okay. The final race, and, and they went ahead and said it was going to be three laps, and yep. then for any anybody after the leader, which is obviously most people, you get. 30 more minutes. Uh, I wonder if I finished within that 30 minutes. Because when I got back, they were like washing Cody's bike. Oh, you did. You weren't that... I mean... You you made two laps. Yeah, I made two full laps. Two full laps. I was quitting after two full laps. I didn't know that they'd done three because they lapped me once but obviously... Right. I um, can't. I'm, I, your brain's not working when you're out there. I was like, I'm done. So, I'm sometimes quitting. you just go dumb. Oh, That's man. That's for sure. An yeah. I that. sure. I was done. I was kind of racing this that way but... Yeah, all right. So, Moto2. Moto2, the, the, the first row... Was yes. let's see if I can get this. Okay, this Tristan, Cody, Colton, Taylor, Bill, Taylor, Taylor, and Will and Will Rayord. Yep. So obviously, uh, from Ryder having some trouble, he he probably should have been in that top five, but he wasn't. No. Nope. So what I did was I basically I knew the course since I'd raced it. Yeah. So I was, I was able to get ahead of the guys in a bunch of different spots. So, it was amazing how they, they weren't just riding hard enduro. They were racing hard yeah, enduro. I mean, the intensity was wild. Yeah. Well, actually, so back to Moto 1, at that long grass track section, Taylor and Colton were like neck, neck and neck yeah. coming through it, and Eric Kugler just happened to be there, and they had us ribboned kind of to the river, like the outside, yeah. and I guess... I don't know if so it airs blew away, basically. Yeah, there's blew away. The rib, the banner was down, and because I game... missed the same thing, they should have penalized me, but okay. obviously well, it didn't matter. Colton straight-lined it to the enduro cross. Uh, Taylor followed the ribbon, yep, and uh, and so, I guess Taylor. Or, so then Colton, Colton beat... got docked a spot. Yeah, basically. so he beat him through the enduro cross track, but he was technically second, but he got docked to third. So yeah, yeah, that was unfortunate. It, it, You'll hear Colton talk a little bit about it. Oh, did he in talk interview. about it? Yeah, okay. we talked about it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to that one or right. there when you did it. But, so, I mean, they were... The, the, Tristan and, and Cody were, like, blazing a trail. Okay, they so were slowly, slowly pulling away from Taylor and Colton. And that was for a couple of laps. And then Ryder was staying within a minute of the top guys. Okay. So I, I, was, I would start my watch when... The leader would go by. Which then, was Cody, right? Well, it was either Cody or Tristan. Okay. Mostly Cody. Gotcha. And then, um, like, Ryder was right on. Colton, I mean. Really? Oh, yeah. He, he closed the, the gap. So, okay. basically, it was a group of five with Taylor, Colton, gotcha. uh, Ryder. and Ryder in the top two. Well, then, on the second lap... Uh, the, the the barbed wire hill. I don't know what we're calling it. We're gonna call it the barbed wire hill. So you basically went to one end of the property on the on a field. You hit a barbed wire. You turn left, and that was like that was the gnarliest section that they had. It was it was probably the hardest feature. Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Yep. 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 But the top guys, mainly Tristan, and, and, and oh, actually Cody and Pat and the Charles guys. Yeah. I'm sure. Actually, I saw Quinn do it as well. Quinn Winsel. Um they, Cody was, like, just barely touching anything. He was just blasting up. It looked amazing. Okay, so if anyone was there, you'll understand this. If not, just bear with me. So we came to this new section. You had to get up on this big rock, and there was, like, the V-notch way, or there was, like, the sketchy just Just to get splatter. up to the start of this thing was yeah. gnarly. So I chose the V-notch way because it was safer. The big way was such a big face, I was afraid I'd loop it out or fall over. So I did that, and then I got up there. The first lap... Jackson and I had to team up to get it. Jackson so, Davis. Yep, Jackson Davis. So the second lap, when I got there, Pat caught me and the Trials guy. I, I got caught and beat by Trials. Got on a Trials bike. I'm, I'm not proud of it, but it, he made all of that stuff so easy. So uh, Pat Smodge got there. So he ducked down. He didn't go up the big rock to the left. He went down over a log and up that way. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, not it was that beautiful. I could have made it, but yeah, I saw uh, several people do that. Okay, so who? Which way did Tristan and Cody go, for those that were there and will know what you're talking about? Um, they went the, the, to the left, but not the far left, so kind of left up the middle. Did they go, like, straight to the mossy rock is what Adam was telling me to aim for? Pretty much. Okay. They, right. they took a line that really wasn't a line. Like okay. They made a line because they're awesome? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was just, like, barely touching the rear tire, just da-da-da, and then they're gone. Okay. But, so, that's where Ryder got hung up. Okay, I think Ryder might have looped it out or almost looped it out. He's had the wrong direction, and it—I mean, this was the first time through. No, this was the second time okay, through. second time through. And Ryder was still within a minute of, or you know, maybe two minutes of the top guys. And okay. It just took him a while because he was trying to bulldog it, and I mean, he weighs 132 let's face it, pounds, soaking wet. Ryder's 130 pounds. And, yeah. I mean, he's obviously a strong kid, but you know, it—it yeah. it blasted him. It, it took a lot out of it, but you know, he he still he what I don't know what he finished, but top five, top six, I think it was fourth. Okay, in that in that race, yeah. Um, okay, so okay, so but so Taylor and Colton somehow reeled back in Tristan and Cody. I know Cody had an issue with the throttle housing. Yep, yeah. his bike kept hanging wide open. So apparently. Cody was on the side of the trail, beating his throttle with a rock. Tristan sounds, called sounds like him. caveman style, right? I, I think Tristan called him, and Tristan was like, you "All right." And Cody <laughs> was like, "Yeah, I'm going." Yeah, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah and Tristan in the interview, Tristan, we talked about it in the interview, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, okay, yeah. It, well, you can hear it there. We will, we won't let you hear it from him. But so when they passed me, I was on my second lap, like midway through my second lap. Uh, Chuck Delula. After yelling at me for letting the trials go on <laughs> a trials me, and, and then I stopped. And he's like, what are you doing going? I'm like, Jack, I, I don't want to go right now. I need a minute. So we talked. And he's like, hey, the, the leaders are probably going to get you here in a little bit. They just came across the field. So it was uh, Cody first. He passed me in the Hobbit Rock, the gnarly blue Hobbit Rocks. Uh, before or after the bridge? Way before. Like he, The oh. Hobbit Rocks, like the first oh, Hobbit Rocks. Okay. Not all that stuff. The other field. Yep. And then soon after him was Tristan. Uh, and then Colton, and and, you know they were pretty good, like we could hear them coming, they'd give a little rev, Colton came by then Taylor caught me after Josh's log up the little creek, and luckily I heard him coming because it was a real one line creek, and I didn't want to get in there and hold him up Uh, so he passed me, and then Ryder was a decent ways back by then Uh, so it was cool so what else did you see him do that was awesome um, I mean I I just, I just saw all racing. Like, you, you don't normally see, like, head-to-head. Tip, tip-to-tail. I mean, normally but, it's like the leader goes by. Yeah. and five minutes like or two later. It was Tristan and Cody, like, full out. And then it was Taylor and Colton full out. And then for a while it was Ryder right behind them. But eventually, somehow, the, the top three, which was Cody, Tristan, and Colton... They were running together, and they were—you could throw a blanket over them. Man, that's crazy. And it was—it was within, let's say, two miles of the finish. So I skipped ahead and waited at the enduro cross track. Okay. And I knew—I mean, Colton's got the speed on the, on the the flatland stuff. Taylor's got the speed on the flatland stuff, and, and Cody has gotten a lot better at it. They're they're all even Pat's mod Jay's fast. Like Charles' guy it's is crazy, super fast. I mean, he was fifth in the hotline. So I was talking to Eric Kugla okay. in, in the in the back of the AMA box van. There's a lot well, of what were you two doing in the back of the box van? The, uh, we were enjoying the shade and the breeze. Okay, and uh, there were a lot of people enjoying the shade. So it got hot. Well, how hot was it today? What do you think? Oh eighty-five. It's pushing ninety. Yeah. Last year they had the race later. It was May 10th, maybe. 35 degrees, raining and hailing. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, so I'll take the heat, actually. All right, so go ahead, you and Kudla. But, anyways, we were like, I I told Eric, I'm like, man, you could throw a blanket over these guys. They may be racing through the Enduro Cross Track for the finish. There went some GNCC guys going going the other way. Uh, But, anyways, we were, you know, I I was like telling people, I'm like, y'all get ready, this could be wild. So, when I'd last seen him, Tristan was actually leading Cody. Really? Followed closely by Colton. Okay. So we could see the dust coming across the 100 mile an hour field. <laughs> we see, a, I saw a dark motorcycle. So, with a really tall, skinny man on it? With a really tall, skinny man. On it. I knew it wasn't an orange motorcycle. It was, it was dark blue. Okay. So, Cody Not Omaha came into the Enduro Cross Track first. So you can guess what he was doing. I mean, he jumped every obstacle. Okay. So, did they? I got they, a good video of it all. All right. So, did they hit the ramp or did they log? I'm pretty sure they hit the ramp. Okay. The ramp was still there. I'd heard I heard they were going to take it away. I was so excited when I came around after oh, my first time and the, the ramp was there. Because it was funny because Shelby Turner and I were talking. She's like, are you going to hit the ramp? I'm like, absolutely. And uh, so she said she went over the log. And, dude, this thing was a big log. And she made it over no problem. And I'm like, well, why'd you do that? She goes, yeah, I should have just done the ramp. So <laughs> I, I hit the log. Uh, dude, my hot This is backing way up. I hit the log on my hot lap because the guy in front of me hit the log and I was like freaked out. I was like, oh, there's a reason he's not hitting the ramp. <laughs> like, something's going on, something's moved. So I yep. hit the log. And so after that, I was telling Farringer and I were talking and he was like, You hit the log? He's like, That's dumber than wearing somebody's used mask. <laughs> I, I will say, I think Nick Farringer has some good one liners. He's got right. a good one about camping. If you guys want to laugh hard, ask yeah, about g- camping with him. He's got a great camping joke, he'll oh, tell you, I'm sure. <laughs> So when they got there, Cody bombed it, right? Oh my God, he he bombed it, landed, jumped the entire, I the rock section, landed, jumped the entire tire section, landed, just like wheel tapped the matrix. And then when he finished the last log, he did not let off the throttle. From there to Across crossing, the, thing. it was like a stu Baylor, stu Baylor finish at a GNCC. I, I thought maybe he might loop it out, but. Oh. And then Taylor came across, like, maybe five seconds behind him. Oh, well, no, Tristan. Tristan, yeah. sorry. It's orange bike. But we, yeah, I get those How did he look coming through? Did he do the ramp, do you think? Do you remember? Tristan looked great. Okay. I mean, I think, I think Cody, Tristan, and Colton are all that level for EnduroCross. And then, of course, Colton was another 20 seconds back, so he wasn't charging. He, he yeah. was like, yeah, he had third wrapped up, but, you gotcha. know, he still looked Smoother than anybody else. I mean, the new can ride a cross. Yeah. All so right. then, fourth place was in, Taylor in the, in the last race. It was Taylor, yeah. and then I think fifth was Ryder. Yeah. Was but sure. I, I don't know how time adjusted how that worked out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up do, the results yeah, right do now. The overall results. You talk for a second, Drew. All right. So I'll talk about me and how it was. Perfect. So when I got to the barbed wire fence hill. Can't remember who I was with. I think JoJo was ahead of us, and Jackson, either Jackson caught us there, or no, Jackson's behind me. JoJo attempted it. Luckily, Josh Checker was there, like, telling, uh, there's a bunch of people there, but he was there, like, hey, here's what you need to do. And so, JoJo kind of went up and fell off, and then Josh and Adam, who is Max's mechanic buddy, he has a sweet mullet, I'm sure you've all seen him by now, he just said, Josh had aimed straight at him in the Mossy Rock, and so it was like this Rock on an angle to a big rock to just I not have got, like got of lots it. of video. We'll go ahead and throw it on the story. Okay. So people can and, see what yeah, it is. And if you were there, I mean dude, that was the that was the most spectated spot other than the Endurocross. Um and so I didn't make it. I didn't get close to making it. It was embarrassing, but I got up on the rock and then I fell down in the hole. So as I'm doing that, Jojo is to my right trying to push out to the right. It just I fell down and he filled me up. with black loamy dirt from how did it taste luckily it did not get in the mouth Um, so and then he's doing that I'm in the hole and here comes Jackson up on the rock I'm like great I'm getting run over I'm gonna be stuck so I went to help Jojo and he had just pushed his bike up I'm like I look at Jackson I'm like dude let's just help each other like let's try to save some energy so his bike was ahead of mine I pulled him up Got on my bike, and my bike was way worse position than it is. <laughs> good calm Yeah, he'd stopped before. I was like, dude, I'll help you. Let's go. So, Never ask for help if you can get out on your own. Yeah. Well, and that way. was like JoJo, because I was going to ask him if he wanted help, and he'd pretty much done the work. And yeah. Talking to him after the race, he said before we got there, he tried like three different lines, fell over, and he just Ugh. smoked himself. Yeah. Um, so I got up that, um, and then after that we went around to the, the bridge, like the wooden bridge that had wire on it. And we looked at it. We walked in. I'm like, "This doesn't look bad." What I failed to look at was the hill that was after, right after it. So, in JoJo, Did you take the left line or the right line? Uh, right. So, yeah, Jackson. It was Jackson. Me got the trials bike, and we're waiting on JoJo because he's struggling on the hill. Uh, so the trials guy pulls up, and I'm like, "You in a hurry? You gonna?" Or Jackson made it up the ramp and stopped. So, when JoJo moved, so I told the trials guy, "Like, listen, if you're in a hurry, go ahead." And he's like, "No, I won my class. I'm just out here having fun." So, Jackson got out of the way. I did the ramp, the hill, and luckily, originally, we thought it went left was the only line. So, I made it all the way up and turned right and avoided all the stuff that JoJo was just... He was gassed at that point. Uh, and then, so, up to the right was gnarly because there was like a three-foot... Ledge. ...rock. And so... The, the left, left had that as well. Okay. I heard a guy going left, and it didn't sound like the it was The left fun. was worse. Okay. So, I couldn't even get to the left. I turned right, followed Jackson... Uh, and that was... Then we did another section. Was that, there a big drop-off or something? Holy cow. That was the one. So, when we were could playing... Could you roll it? No. Uh, no. You could have, but I think you would have ended up going over the bar. So, Will and I, when we were play-riding on Saturday, found this section. And it was a weird rock, probably five feet wide, with... And probably five feet high. It was like oh, a little sliver, Louise. Yeah. So there. on the other side was about a six foot drop to like a, a just a channel, um, and it was a it looked big, like an old roadbed, but it, I don't know if it was. Yeah, it was like the rocks had separated by about six feet. So you basically had to land up on this thing and stop, and it was the width of your bike, and the pivot turn left or you could go right. So Jackson went right, tried to get on a log, and he got hung up. Like and so, Cody and Tristan and then made that look like nothing. Uh, well, I was like, well, Jackson's hung up. I'm going to give this a go. Luckily, with Chuck was up there. I launched it, and of course, I aired on the side of make it to the top versus fall off it. Well, that meant I had a little too much speed. Ugh. And Chuck kind of grabbed my bark buster as I hit the front brake. And a I was mean, like, outside, outside assistance. He just, oh, he, <laughs> I'm DQ'd. I'm out. Uh, so luckily, he stopped me from going hopefully, off. Hopefully, no AMA officials are listening. No, hopefully not. Technically, it's race officials. We've already left. Protest periods over. <laughs> so he, he luckily he grabbed me, and I think I'd have stopped anyway. But uh, so I, I turned left, and I never saw Jackson or uh, JoJo again after that. Oh, I didn't even think about it. the start of Moto Two for me. Yeah, got a whole shot. There was Danny Lewis, Billy Myers. Uh, Those fast dudes. Mike, I don't know if Mike McGinnis is on it. Anyway, I was like. I was literally thinking of you like i'm just gonna like let them go they're revving it they're like serious and danny's like been getting whole shots left and right yeah. so i was like screw it if i get a whole shot i'm gone or i'm gonna try to go yeah yeah <laughs> oh no not a gmcc bike sorry it was oh, a scooter it was a scooter on the back of a sprinter um, so i get the whole shot make it over the log without any Ill effects go up the hill come around and you and i had walked and were like oh let's take this high line it was the little did i know the blue line went left And that was the orange line. Came Uh, out on the hill we'd just come up for the start stretch. (laughs) And so the entire row got by me. Um, That was not a good start. Then I got to the hill we'll call. A hill Josh added. It had an upside down danger sign. And I floundered there. And Jackson, I went left. I thought the only way to get up it was left. And Jackson Davis and two other people went right. And it was just like a straight dirt wall. And I'm like, they're going to kill me right here. I I didn't make it. Fell back off. Went down. Tried it again. And I was stuck and had to push out. Um, I literally spiked my heart rate, and I did not have fun the first lap. Yeah, it's tough when you put it at one eighty. Kind of like, it's cool and it's kind of basically like what you did when you yeah. looped it out on that first yep. race, first moto. And then you try to make up all that time, <coughs> yep. And you need to just chill. Well, I went into just trail ride mode. Like, yeah, it's you know, you a It was, and so finished the first lap, and I was like, all right, I got my second win. And the second lap was actually enjoyable. Got back to the barbed wire, like. The hardest rock feature, and they had a little bit of a new line to go up up on this huge rock, and then kind of wheelie pivot turn, and I did it without help, Jack's eye. So end up riding the whole second lap without help. Sweet, uh, man, I was I was dreading, you know. There's always, and I'm sure you guys can relate. Like if you're doing more than one lap, when you finish the first lap, there's things on the second lap that you just don't want to do again. What What did you dread, like during the hot lap? You do a cross track. Cause that's all I was thinking about. Were you really? Yeah. So I was like, oh god. <laughs> um, I was honestly like, this is this is me being an idiot. Like, I wasn't worried about anything. Right. right. I'm just like, well, so back up to the rev limiter. I didn't push on the hot lap, and I ended up starting on like rope six or seven. And I'm like, mentally, I'm like, I'm gonna try to push harder because there's nothing hard out here. Like, I'm gonna sprint. I'm gonna go fast, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we got. You know, it Well, was, what, what made it hard were the pinch points. Yep. And then if you caught somebody, and literally, it's not even wide enough for one motorcycle. Yeah. So how, you know, if somebody's we'll, stuck there, you're just stuck. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, so then when we went to Moto 1 after the hot lap, I'm like, I've got a good idea of some of the spots. And it got written in. There were some spots in those pinch points where people were going over rocks. It was oh, crazy. Yes. Yeah. I made, there was a, I don't even know, it was in Hobbit Land early in the race. I went up this big rock. I'm like, oh, I'm set. There's a four-foot drop on the other side. I had to back my bike down. And every yes. everyone on my road got around me. Um, All right, so... I'm oh, sorry. I guess we've gone over who won. Or well, I was let's, pulling up Let's the do results. results. Yeah, yeah, then you told me to start talking, and shocker, I did not stop. Yeah, that was that was good, Drew. Okay, so our overall winner today was Tristan Hart. Yeah, he went 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Yep. And then Cody Webb went 4-1. No, so then Tristan went 1-2. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. So, um, I mean, that's huge. Tristan is, you know, he's definitely, you know, chipping away at Cody's dominance. Yeah. And and I think he was happy because this was a little more trialsy, and, and Cody obviously has a great trials background. And he's been stepping up his trials game, but he, you know, it was a hard fight. Well, it was a good it, race. I mean, it was. Tristan thought but, that the hills gave him a little bit of an advantage because... He's, he's a hill guy. But to me, I don't think there was any hills that were that big. Yeah. Do you? I mean, you pretty much rolled the whole thing. No. It wasn't uh, like I there mean, was, like, battle to the There to were hills some, that if you don't clean, you're going to push it. There were, like, some steep sections that yep. were sketchy, but yep. there were no, like, hold it wide open and really make the bike yeah. gain traction. It wasn't like Erzberg, Long, just rawr. It definitely wasn't like that. No. And then, okay, Sorry. so moving down the list. Um, third. Third place in 3-3 three, three is Colton Haker. Yep. Who Colton he looked good today i i thought well, um you'll he hear in the interview he he said it was a weird day for him he had some weird mistakes but he's like overall felt pretty well, good i think it was an interview with seat time or rob mitchell after rev limiter where he was like i've never spent this much time on a two-stroke because normally his focus was enduro cross and tko was one race He's like why will i spend a bunch of time on my two-stroke just for one race um, and so he said he's been putting in the time, and, and you know it showed. Yeah, he's he's enjoying it. it it's you know, showing he's a really great motorcycle rider. Yep, we're lucky to have him riding hard enough. We are. So Ryder LeBlanc, fifth. I mean, how old is Ryder? Eighteen. Eighteen. I mean, I mean what? what we, who was fourth? Taylor. Taylor was fourth. Okay, sorry, we, we went. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. Okay. I may may have, may not. I don't know. Um, and I don't have their. I don't have his. Scoring, but scores. I know he went two and maybe four ish. I don't know. Okay, we did. We took a picture of the results. They're not up on live laps combined yet, so we're guessing. Right on the fifth place. Uh, I, you know, he he had a bad first race. He had a great hot lap. I mean, yep. I feel like he was going to be in the hunt for a podium. I think after the hot lap, a bunch of people did. And I, I know he, you know, he, he put the work in, walked the hot lap, had had his lines dialed. He's he's putting in a lot of work riding yep. with Chuck. And I'm sure Chuck's putting through the paces. So. Yeah, DRT, they, Dude, they, like, he's coming, and yep. I think everybody knows it. Yep. So, right over on 5th, Pat Smaje, 6th place. I mean, he when, went, I think, I don't know, it says he went 8-8, eight, eight, but that's not right. Um... That looked good. Uh, well, mean, and it's great to have, and, you know, now that we I've gotten to know him a little bit, and his wife, Hannah, it's great to have them at the races. It's just someone different. I mean, exactly. I overheard Max and Nick talking, and they were like, dude, there didn't used to be this much competition. Yeah. I mean, they were like, you could show up, muscle your way through it, and be like, top pop. five. Yeah. And now it's, dude, there's, there's just that, what, fifth to 15th. You know, you have a bad race, and you're hosed. Um, yeah. So, it, again, it's great to have Pat. Unfortunately, he's... I don't want to say unfortunately. Unfortunately for us, he's gone back to trials. Yeah, well, lucky for trials. Yeah. Um, he's a good dude. He's never... I mean, it's not like he's won any championships. So, right the maybe. Caveman got seventh. That would be Nick Faradinger. Ferretinger got seventh. Seven. And got And I think he's happy that he kind of shook off the... Uh, dude, Texas. The funk he was in in Texas. Texas was not good to him, and he, he was actually... I don't think he was feeling too good coming in this weekend. He said he had a rough week at work, rolled in, typical Nick style, late yeah. Saturday. Becoming Saturday? He went, he went partied with Russell Bobbitt and Evan Smith at in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. I think he's... I don't think he, Well, maybe he stopped and had a beer. Yeah. Uh, but okay. That's partying for him. Yeah. It's fun to have Nick around. I'll give him that. All right. So, Max... Brandon, congrats. Yeah. So, seventh for Nick, eighth for Max. Max Gerson, eighth place. Dude, did you see his shoulder? Yeah. Cool. What happened? Did you see it unbandaged? No. Okay. I didn't see it. He it was funny he was describing it's like anytime you talk to someone about a race course he's like remember that one d- rock double downhill and you do this I'm like no Max I don't apparently yeah. he was doing some downhill we caught his yeah. shoulder on a hobbit rock and it a hobbit reached Those out hobbit rocks were sharp yes, yes. and it it re- we'll do talk about the thorns and oh the hobbit God, rocks yeah. um, he said it ripped like it wasn't like a big cut like needed stitches it just took like a flab of skin off Ugh. so but he had it all bandaged up so what'd you say he got eight he got eight okay ninth went to Will Wilrey the uh, is he australian or new zealand we've officially <laughs> determined <laughs> i think he's australian okay but uh, he's California now yeah he is it's good to have him around man he, he's super cool we were we were warming up before the uh, moto two and i was up in the woods i had to relieve myself and he had this little line and i was like where's he going so i just followed him down and it was like a little rock splatter and then the first time i was like uh-uh, i'm not doing it so he loops around does it again i loop around do it and make it he like gave me a thumb like fist pump so i was Heck like yeah. thanks will thanks so yeah. congratulations then what you say ninth will got ninth Got okay. then quinn Winslow got tenth and okay. like i saw diane uh, she was waiting on quinn mm-hmm. at that what that i don't know what that little rocky spot was called <laughs> right off the road the one rocky spot oh uh, um they had uh it was where like the splatter was that yeah I was, so yeah. it had an Endura, inside enduro flag and it was like the only ditch right off the parking lot yeah so i yep. saw quinn. it was little, all blue light. i saw diane there and i was like hey diane i just saw quinn back at baubert hill or whatever we're calling it nah, i like it i was like he looked good and she was like okay thank you because you know i was worried i hadn't seen him in a while i'm like no hey, he's he, coming he looked good well, he, and good i mean it, and it's just a case of the competition is crazy right now well and he's um i think the riehu, riehu? he's been riding it they had a couple couple bikes more than a couple bikes there easy up uh a couple easy ups and they're they're making a push yeah they got a um, they got a little setup yeah so and uh, I, we didn't get a chance to talk to him when we were leaving i saw him kind of limping so i don't know if he got a knee or he's just sore or what's going on so. man anything can happen out there yeah so we, we're glad to have him and diana around I'll, I'll just run through the next few logan we can't talk about everyone yeah we can talk about him right, fine logan balupe he's your boy balupe he actually ball of you yes um uh, we were on he did the hot lap. He came back said, like, dude. I almost hit like three course workers. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. And I'm like, dude, I didn't see anyone. Right. So, my Moto 1, here comes a course worker up the trail straight at me. Oh. And so oh, then I'm cutting through like the main grassy beautiful grassy field they have us just doing some like not the high speed stuff at the end, but twin couple ranges, for the water crossing. What? Pitter? Pitter? Pit bike rider? No. A worker is going left to right. I'm going straight. And I'm like, Dude, we could have just t Like, he could have run me down. Y'all might have uh, died. We, I, it would have been hurt. Right. So, I had a similar experience, but uh, congratulations to him. Good ride. Yeah. Um, Cooper Abbott, 12, which. Oh, is his number. Right. Um, I wonder who got 69. I don't know. Let's look. But, anyways, Cooper, I, I think he faded throughout the weekend. Damn. Yeah, I, because I, in that last moto, I swear he started. Pretty far up, and, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, it'd be interesting to get his side of the story. Um, well, and, and if anybody knows, the Abbott family's going through a lot right now. Yeah, his, no doubt. His, his mom got diagnosed with bone cancer, and then while they were actually at the Revello yeah, she had an accident rough. hurt her back, and she's starting chemo treatment. And so destrian's actually there taking care of him. So. I'm not one to ask for thoughts and prayers, but they could use yeah, some right you now. Yeah, do it for them, for yeah, sure. for sure. So the Happy Family's been a, in the motorcycle industry for a long time. All right, 13th went to Spencer Wilton. Yeah, Spencer, a former, wait, former, also a Canadian. He's really tall. No, that's not him. He's really short. Well, I mean, he's taller than me. <laughs> he was actually on a gas gas. He's from Canada. He's friends with he Shelby. Can ride, dude. Yeah, he can ride. He's friends with Shelby and uh, the other Canadian. What's that guy's name? Tristan? Tristan. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. So, he got, what'd you say? Uh, Spencer got 13. Okay. Brandon P- Petrie. I don't know. He's another Canadian, but he's the really tall one. He's like eight feet tall. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, and yeah, congrats! He's on a KTM, had SRT gear on. look pretty good, all SRT. Yeah, I saw that. Um, big um, shout out for SRT. His bike looks about like mine. It's kind of rough looking. Not running really, really any graphics. Well, so speaking of your bike, yeah, um, we do have to give a shout out to SLM Racing, KTM of North Texas. Absolutely, uh, I love my TPI. I, I was loading my bike up after the race. I went to turn the gas off. <laughs> what am I doing? No, like I just went to. back into. So I think one of my favorite things about TPI. Other than not leaking gas, I know, when I'll I crash, tell you. I know what you're what doing. It? What Laying it? it down. Yep. Just when we lay it on its side, can't you go for a walk. A, can't find a tree? Throw it down. You don't need a kickstand. Nope. But I've got one. So big, big thanks to those guys. Uh, if you guys need anything in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, look them up for sure. Arlington. I don't know. Somewhere. I think it's in Arlington. Oh, is it? Well, All right. right so go ahead. 15th with the James Flynn, and I was going to talk about our Flynn experience this weekend because I didn't really know Big Jim Flynn. Oh yeah. So Wait, sorry, go ahead. He came over last, was it last night? It was last night. God, they all run together after you've been doing this for a couple of days. I thought <laughs> you were going to say after you've been drinking for a couple days. <laughs> like, we did not drink that much. No, uh, we were good boys. But James, or Jim, was the main promoter for Grinding Stone. Yep. So it was cool getting to hear him talk to Josh and, and to me and Drew about the whole putting on that race. Mm-hmm. And he was so stoked about how that turned out. He was. And, you know, just great people. Like, a great dirt bike family, like, talking about them. They drove 23 hours? It was not 12 hours from Arizona here. Okay. Or 12? (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, so James, he took one of the smoothest lines up the Bobwire Hill. Really? Oh, yeah. He looked just like Cody. He looked all of them. So, the night before, we were hanging out. We see a dude. So where the ramp was at the start of the Enduro Cross, he's track, obviously a trials dude. Are, are two of the biggest logs ever. All yeah. of a sudden, some dude on a pedal bike, not a trials pedal bike, a mountain bike, hops up on top of them like Hop at a it perpendicular. Around. Yep. Does a one eighty, land and hops, hops, and then hops off. And yep. we're like, we're yelling for him to do it again. He does it again. So that was James Flynn. Well, wow. and after the when when I went back to the start for the finish, uh, you know, I just see James. Like, look really good. I know he... I think he got lapped. But I went back and I, I found... I just I happened to see Jim. I was like, Jim, I just saw James. He looked really, really good on a really ter- oh, so what did he do? Uh, like, what line did he take? He, he took got the down, same line Cody took. Okay. And he just blew up it. Well, and, and I'm... I don't know. I'd say I met him. At TKO one year, him and I were in the LCQ. And I know he'd done some endurance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just got on. <laughs> you got smoked. Yeah. And he well, was young. Okay. I think that was, like, his first time at TKO. He's but anyways... He's better. gotten much better. His dad, Said um, interestingly enough, he was like, "Yeah, he's he's got this skill. We just got to work on the aggressiveness, uh-huh. like the racecraft, like what I believe Pat Smaje is getting right now is is probably what James needs. Okay, um, but anyway, experience. He's young. I don't know how young he is, but he's young. Yeah, man, it would not be nice. Yeah. All right. So he was what? 15th. 15th. All right. What do we got for 16th? Danny Lewis. Danny Lewis. 16th. I saw Danny a couple times, and oh man. When he came through the enduro cross track at the end, he was struggling. He was really? smoked. Wow. But, I mean, he pushed yeah. through. <clears throat> so, what, he got 16th? 16th. Okay. Drew Fortner, 17th. The other Drew. Big hops. Big hops. Big hops. Billy, your, your boy, Billy Myers. I beat him once this year, and I was like, sweet, me and Billy are going to go at it. No. Well, he beat you by one position. Drew Drew Kirby, 19th. 19th. I'll take that. And these are the pro results. So I apologize to any A-guys um, that were missing. I don't know. Yeah, luckily they took the trials guy out that beat me. <laughs> yeah. Noah Keppel, 20th. That's kind of off weekend for Noah. I don't know yeah, what don't, happened. Yeah, didn't, I didn't talk to him. They were pitted kind of far from us. Indeed. JoJo Toole, 21st. Jackson Davis, 22nd. Oh, JoJo beat Jackson. Mike McGinnis, 23rd. Adam and, Hartnigal. Yeah, I don't know what was going on with Adam. That's an off weekend for Adam. Yeah, I mean, normally he 24th. definitely owns me. And Mike McGinnis is like a ripper. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I raced one year... At TKO with him. McGinnis was on my five-by-five five row Yep. with Mike Brown, Mike McGinnis, and maybe Stu Baylor. And, <laughs> like, it was a stack. <laughs> and then and they, they take three out of five, and you're like, yeah, boys. Yeah, I was like, see y'all back at the... <laughs> uh, they're over there pulling wires <laughs> off their bike, cutting the brake line. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember if I finished that one or not. Anyways... I'm going to keep reading. All right. Tobin Miller, 25th. Wow, good job Tobin. He'd been struggling. Like, he had some – the hot lap did not treat him well. He started his bike. His bike didn't start off the start. Chris McElvey, 26th. I don't know who he is. Okay. Joseph Van Rokel, 27th. Don't know him. And, and this is where it gets weird because I saw him in the final. I thought I did. Maybe, maybe not. The Rokel guy. Okay. And 28th was me. But this is obviously the the pro. So oh, I'm, it's just pros. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I should have just raced the last one. Anyways, Garrett Krauth, <laughs> Tucker Smith, Zachary Cleland, Zach Dak. Oh my God, Can I tell you going on Zach? Yeah. Or do you want to keep going? Keep, well, keep going. We'll talk Zach. After okay. That. Yeah, we'll finish out the pro class. Uh, Zach Cleland, Jesse Bergman, Greg Murray, Nathan Looney, and Brad Cl- Krauth, and that's all I got. Okay.
3: There's and, but, more, but yeah.
0: So. When, you know when I got turned around upside down backwards turned around upside down backwards and yeah. f- finally got going were you trying to check see if your drain plug was in like I yeah, was in Ohio you know, apparently <laughs> yeah. alright so when you finally well, got when going when I finally got going and I got hung up at a bottleneck it stopped Rider comes up behind me turns turn around and look it's Zach and he's like oh hey Will <laughs> <laughs> dang it Zach got me um, so I think it was between Moto 1 and Moto 2 I was I borrowed one of those sweet specialized e-bikes and Ironically enough, several people came up to me and asked me if I bought my wife an e-bike yet because they listen to the podcast. Well, Bryson just sent you a bunch of listings on pink bike. Yes. you need to look at. Well, I didn't recognize the number, but else okay. it all made sense. So long story short, I haven't been able to find an e-bike for my wife. So if anyone has one, send me a message because she needs one. Yeah, but if, I was, you're, if you're trying to get rid of an e-bike, you will pay top dollar. No, I am super cheap. I will, like, borrow it and give it back in a couple years maybe. <laughs> all right, so I go over to where Adam and Zach are parking and uh, I don't think Zach made top 30 so he was in street clothes Adam was hanging out all of a sudden the pit, the, the pit bike posse at this place was yeah, like it was, it was, was like Iowa a little, Mafia yeah and dude they were ripping so four like and they were all like doubling and tripling each other so like three KLX like 140s roll up with two people on them and they get off and I'm like thinking they were parked next to Zach and uh, Adam all of a sudden they get off and they're like Zach Zach can we get a picture can we get your autograph <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> what Yep. And so, Adam, we were talking, I was like, all we needs Tom. He goes, yeah, then I can just start taking pictures. Because the joke always is, people come up and start talking to Zach and Tom, and then they'll look at Adam, and they'll be like, hey, man, can you, will you take a picture? And they don't <laughs> realize that Adam's the most badass <laughs> rider yeah. out of all of them. Yeah. Or hard enduro. I don't know about Yeah, I think Well, it, It's great to have Zach and, and Adam around. We like them. They're good dudes. For sure. So, all right. All right. What else are we going to talk about? Why don't we now play... Our winner, Tristan Hart's interview, and our third place, uh, Colton Hager interview, and then we're going to come back and talk about Tough Like Roar. Yes, we have some news about Tough Like Roar and some updates. All right, so we'll be right back. Here are Tristan and Colton. What's up, guys? It's Will and Drew. We're here with Tristan Hart, winner of the Iowa Iowan Hardendura. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
1: Congratulations. How about that? I'll get it started. Thanks. Yeah, it was a pretty good day. I mean, it didn't start off that good, like the whole weekend in general, actually. And I got a flat tire and I was stranded with no service, kind of. So I was pretty stressed out with that. What, what happened? Was I on the way here in a car? Yeah, I, I was here on Friday and I walked, and then it was Saturday. I was just coming to ride the bike and then rewalk some stuff and it was in a spot that I didn't really have service, so I'm like, what the fuck, and no. I've never, I've never had a flat tire on a vehicle before, so I was kind of confused on what to do, so I just texted my girlfriend to call Hertz to see what they wanted to do, and they said, just get a new tire and I'm like, okay, so I put the donut on and no, I rolled, <laughs> I rolled to the next town and these old boys were pretty cool and they put a, a new one on for me and I came out and and then- So what, what happened on the hot lap? You didn't do so hot on the hot lap. I got the bike so stuck, it just like jammed in between yeah, the two points, run. a pinch point and the axle I think is what really stuck because it sticks out as like a square basically. And I couldn't lift it. I couldn't pull it back and I couldn't go forward. So I'm like, what? And so I ended up just like holding it wide open and somehow it came free, but it popped the chain off. Okay, I heard your chain came off. I, I have lots of experience getting a chain back on. How did you do? Actually, that that I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember the last time I had to put a chain back on. So it definitely wasn't fast for me, and I was kind of freaking out. My goggles were fogging up, and at that that point, the row behind me all had already passed me. So I was a minute or more already behind. So I knew that the first race was going to be screwed up because I was going to be starting on row possibly three or two, and luckily I was on row two. So. It actually kind of worked out because being on row two, on adjusted time, which was the key thing here, so that if I caught them, then I would essentially beat them, so... How many guys on the first row did you end up passing or catching catching that started in front of you? Uh, I caught two, but I guess just seeing them, uh, the top three, Taylor, Colton, and Cody, just seeing them every so often was just enough fuel to freaking keep going, keep going, so it actually kind of worked to my advantage, and then in the last race me and cody were going at it a bit i followed him for most of it i led a little bit and then i don't know if he crashed but his startle was stuck wide open or something he was on the road i'm like you good and i guess he followed me right after that and <laughs> we pretty much battled to the finish and he got me at a pretty silly spot that i screwed up and then was it was it
0: in the cross or was it before we know it was, no, before. It was
1: after the mud pit oh and then you go up that hill and there's like there was a left split, and I yep. went right, and he took that, and he kind of hit me a bit, <laughs> and I think he was yelling. I was yelling. <laughs> was and it then fun it,
0: yelling or just, hey, hey, no, what's going on? I think on, we yelling? were cool. And, okay. then,
1: and then it was on, and I tried to uh, close the gap in the grass section, but it was so dusty. It was, it was just hard to go fast and be safe at the same time, but I tried. and Were you tapped out? Oh, yeah. Were
0: you? I was so scared.
1: I think I looked down, and 52 is the fastest. No, you don't really? have an odometer on that. No. Okay. So I don't know, but it was fast enough with a – soft suspension and a soft tire on it was a little sketchy and then i just couldn't catch him and i got second which was good enough for the overall all right so So, cody ended
0: up going four one and then you ended up going one two one two yeah and then colton went three three so so
1: it was so i think cody got second yeah yeah so if i would have beat cody then cody wouldn't have got second so that's probably why he was pushing so hard he didn't want to know
0: if 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 Cody had gone 2-2, two, two, or excuse me, 4-2, he still would have got second? He, yeah, he would have gotten second, but if Colton beat him, because it was a Yeah, tie. they'd have been tied. So this is Robbie. Oh, really top three mm. would have tied. Right. And then Cody would have got it. Whoever finished second would have got the uh, second place overall. So we also need to say congratulations to Robbie for, you know, his superior yeah. mechanic skills. That's uh, nothing. It's all the rider. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the bike has I, to finish. I just scream at him wherever I can <laughs> to make him go faster. <laughs> I made sure to give him a wide berth when he came by. I was not getting anywhere near him.
1: Did you have a favorite section of this track? or Yeah, this uh this track had some good hill climbs, which usually plays to my strong suit with Cody. He's good in the rock, so that's his strong suit. And this one had a lot of hill climbs, which I was making some time up on in, on the hills. And So, yeah, I'd say the hills were pretty sweet here. So cool track. they added that new section back by the barbed wire fence. How did you guys get through it? Did you struggle? Did you clean it? Were you pushing? Cody was making a lot of time there because he would just clean that so good and okay the one lap i think i lost like 20 or 30 seconds and then i was just trying to use the hill climbs to try to catch back up but well there wasn't any long
0: nasty hill climbs i mean i don't remember getting out and pushing on a hill climb if it was wet oh my gosh
1: if it was wet that would have been like near impossible i think to do a lap it would have been yeah nasty. a lot of that stuff with
0: no run what have yeah
1: been? but they could have adjusted the track to suit that but they did a good job i think making the track harder for this for the conditions we had josh
0: and both dan the guy from the island hard and their guys they listened to what josh said listened to what the rider said and put in some some gnarly stuff it was late on what late yesterday put it in visually it looked impossible but the traction thankfully was really good if it, if it wasn't this much traction no way yeah some of that stuff.
1: so it's good that they uh you know they changed to the track conditions and made the track a good race track i think
0: well, sick. Yeah, congratulations. You. Uh, you head back to Canada now? Yep. What's next? Uh, last dog? You can do it.
1: Yeah, you guys? No, of course not. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> He's like, why? scared of the
1: tire mount. That's why he won't show exactly. up.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll have to get you to send us some interviews. Oh, that'd be funny.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Congrats, man.
1: Thank you.
3: happened to be my luck it was just like a day where i was
0: like riding really what's up guys this is will with american Enduro. i'm here with colton haker colton how you feeling
3: i'm good man thanks for uh coming by for an interview
0: absolutely so you went i believe three three. how'd you do in the hot lap? yeah uh third so I went it was three three, three 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 triple three and it was kind of like we had two hot laps today yeah um,
3: for sure so the first one was like a six mile loop that we all went individually, I believe. And then uh, or
0: was it? No, one? we started five. Started five.
3: Yeah. And then the second race was kind of the same thing. We did another lap
0: that was a little bit harder than the first hot lap. Um, but did that second lap seemed easier because I knew where the shit was. Did you feel that?
3: Mm. I just added some stuff. I didn't yeah. I didn't walk anything. I just honestly I looked on YouTube and I <laughs> and I was like, uh it doesn't look too bad. And then I looked at the weather and it was dry and I was like, yeah, it's really not gonna be bad then
0: have you ever ridden traction this good
3: i felt like it was slick you felt okay just the silt or silt and it was on the rocks and i just felt like it was loose it was just loose on the front it was loose on the rear it was like i couldn't
0: couldn't... and i'm I'm sure that last moto it really got slick especially on lap three
3: It was funny because half the course i struggled with way more it was almost like the dirt that was looser for me and it was more pushy and rolly and then we once we switched to the other side of the course, the other side of the of the valley here, yeah. I started just like clicking off and never making mistakes. And I was just like, oh, it's so weird. But ultimately, so I realized over here, over here, I felt like I was yeah, yeah just kind of skaty pushy, losing the rear, losing the front. Um, and then on this side of the valley, where it was more kind of like big boulders and rocks, and they were more secure, and the dirt was like, I think it had a little bit of moisture on it because it's north facing slope,
0: right and I was just like crushing just like a ski slope. Yeah, it was just good. Yeah. Conditions.
3: I was just crushing it through there.
0: Okay. So as far as intensity wise, yeah. it looked super intense that last moto. And, and although, so this wasn't the hardest hard enduro row I've ever seen. No. It looked like the intensity made it super difficult.
3: Honestly, we were just talking about it. Like Taylor and I and, uh, Tristan. And we were like, that was fun. Like,
0: yeah, y'all were racing.
3: We were racing the course versus like trying not to make a mistake, I guess. Um, and, uh, even though, you know, we all, have our fair share of mistakes, I completely looped my bike out and broke, uh, Rob's Rob, the camera guy, oh, I the heard about, works his yeah. freaking, he broke his lens on my bike. I was like, I saw his lens and I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man.
0: I heard that was a $2,800 lens. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was kind of chasing you guys, staying ahead of y'all for a couple of laps, and then for the last lap, you three were right together, um, Cody, Tristan, and Colton. I think, actually, Tristan was ahead of Cody, and then you guys went through the big field, yeah. and I thought I was going to come down to the Enduro Cross Track.
3: Yeah, um, definitely pushing at the end there. I, uh, I, I got kind of right to them. Um, but like yeah, key or something. I think something happened, I don't remember but yeah. they were right there And uh, but I had to come from way back again after the loop out Right. so every time I, the first lap I had a really in the last mode of the first lap I had a really weird mistake um, in the beginning, right when we were all riding together um, we went up this ledge and I caught neutral at the mm-hmm. top of it so in the second part of my throttle response it just went bing and I just like stopped on the side of this hill cliff <laughs> clinging to it to the right, like leaning in, clinging to it, in neutral. I got it in gear, but I was so like on the skid plate and my rear wheel was on the ground, I had to like lift the bike, move it. I was like, I probably lost a minute. So then I had to catch back up, caught back up, and then uh, had a loop out, Yeah. and then had to catch up again.
0: So. That, that's that unpredictable traction I was kind of talking about. All of a sudden you just get more traction than you really wanted.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there was spots where it was for sure traction, but at the same time, I felt like eh, the looseness and the the dust and the I got yeah siltiness of it was pretty gnarly. But anyways, ultimately, yeah, I mean, rode rode well, but I, dude, I had a weird day. Like, I just yeah. felt like I caught neutral. I felt like every single time I was trying to like make a push, I um, something weird happened. I get like a stick right through my front wheel and stop me. Uh, i'd uh it
0: sounds like you're on, on the what was, i do I, I, was,
3: I was like every straightaway like i couldn't shift the bike like i was like trying to shift it wouldn't shift i hit it in neutral a neutral bunch i was like what is going on and everything i did today i just felt like i felt like i was riding well but the f- just wasn't meant to be
0: <laughs> well the third's not bad i mean you guys all all three you look i mean on back probably top five six y'all were all railing um yeah. So, congratulations on the podium, you. and uh, we'll see you at the next one. Right on, appreciate it. All right, so that is a wrap on the Iowa Hard Enduro. You got anything else, Drew? No, it was my first time in the state of Iowa. Me too. I enjoyed it. Um, well, that was a good race. I've, I'm really glad that since it was so dry that they listened to josh and they were willing to put in some gnarly stuff yep um it it made it again it made it a lot lot better for moto Two. um so all all around they definitely do the most of what they have Um, yeah what do you think what do you think about it i mean i i come away once again going man the the dirt bike hard enduro community is just awesome yeah, uh, just love these people. Well, and it's probably one of the my favorite places we've camped. It, it was oh, beautiful, was lush, raining. green field. There's a huge river. There's a creek. Um, it was just, and, you know, the weather being good, like, God, what do we say all the time? Like, how many hard enduros do we go to? And it's just miserable. Well, and Or it, raining. I never or- really talked to rob mitchell that much so i had a had a good conversation yep. with him um, like i said jim flynn just you yep. know all these people man just people coming up be like hey we listen to the podcast you know we yep. love what you guys are doing that's super cool love it well and it was funny because i was talking to diane Winslow, and she was like we really enjoy the podcast we just have one problem and i'm like Uh-oh. oh there we go <laughs> uh she said we need to do more of them and i was like well we just there's times we don't feel like we have anything to talk about and you know i've thought of it before, like. We need to do more more product reviews is what I'm hearing. Really? Yeah, I've heard that from several people. Okay. I don't, I don't know if people care to hear us talk about product, but Well, we can. And, and we're kind of, I don't want to say we're set in our ways, but, you know, and I, and I told Dan, I was like, well, you know, originally what kind of got this all started is you and I would call each other when we're driving around for work for a couple hours, and we just talked for like an hour about what's going on. Yep. You know, and just, we should record this. Yeah, and it was like, so that's where the podcast kind of came from, and it's we'll see we'll see what we can do I mean I've been doing some rider interviews with you know I did Cody and I did Tristan I need to maybe get back on that I want to do Colton after spending some time with him the last uh couple races Revloner here you know he's he's a family man now he's got two children two little Um, girls yeah moved up to Idaho so I think I'd like to do one with him just get a little more of the backstory and talk to him right on so one of the I mean Tough Like Roar sign-up is coming up. Tuesday, May 4th, I believe. 8 p.m. Eastern yep. Time. And so, Robert Moan, who is the promoter of Tough Like Roar, sent me some stuff to talk about. Normally, we'd have him on, do like a quick interview with him. Um, but since we're driving, we want to just throw it in since we probably won't do something else before yeah. Tuesday. So, sign-up is Tuesday, May 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm about to sneeze, so I apologize. Uh, <coughs> bless you. Excuse me. He usually sneeze in multiples of three, so... All right, let's see what happens. <coughs> oh, that's dose. dose. Uh, Bless you. I might, maybe just two. Who knows? Nine. starting in. Nine. Right. Okay, go to Aurora.org or go to Live laps for sign-up. Okay. Um, and basically, here it comes. Oh, number three. <coughs> Bless you. Woo, that that, was, was, a, the big that one. was a dad sneaker right, there. Yep. Okay, so the earlier you sign up, the closer to the front you're going to get in your respective class. They're doing a 300 rider limit. Yep. I know they reached that last year. Absolutely. Lots of info on the website, live laps, and uh, all about race format, which is very similar to last year. Saturdays' races are are great for like B and C riders. Uh, it's, it's your hard hair scramble. Uh, anybody's gonna like it if you like good single track. Yeah, it's some challenging stuff, but not horrible. And I mean, I hate to say it, I'm gonna sound like a little baby. Rob will make fun of me when he hears it, but I'm like. It beats me up on Saturday. And he's like, I want yep. everyone to get... I don't want them to drive all the way here and not get right seat time. So You get tons of seat time. You're going to get time. 40 miles yep. on Saturday alone. Yep. Sorry. All right. Then Sunday is a totally different course. Uh, set up to challenge the top pros. I'm kind of reading this. Most riders will not complete two laps. It's a five-hour time limit. And they've made a lot of new trail for this year's race. Yes. Um, go to the Tough Like War Facebook page. They got videos. They got all that good stuff. There, there's a new main event trail called Panama, and it looks pretty gnarly. Yeah, if you've been there before, it was. It's on the same like feature wall that uh, Heaven and Wrong Side of Heaven were. Only, I guess it's much longer. Yeah, is what he what he said in the much text. much longer. Much much longer. In caps. In caps. Oh, yeah, it's in caps. It's big. And, and they've got the biggest purse in hard enduro and possibly. Yep dirt bikes well, uh, and, other, and if or off-road if you listen to the podcast we've talked about it the roar club is awesome yeah um there's like lo- there's like 800 of those guys oh, man, it seems like they're everywhere in their orange shirts and so giving out water the, their goal is like rob just like i want to put on a good event i don't care if we make money well fortunately because of all the support they made money and he was like i think we need to make the purse bigger to get more people so it's a fifteen thousand five hundred dollar purse it yep. pays all the way back to 20th place yeah what's first place get five k five k to win and so he wanted me to get that information out there so if some of these guys are on the fence i mean i've never made money at a dirt bike race other than ktm cash so yeah if i got 19th i'd be what do we think it'd be like 100 bucks 100 bucks yeah i mean maybe, maybe more so fifteen hundred dollars for the women's purse oh i like that first to third okay and then Cody Webb's been on Extreme School on Monday, May 5th. It's okay. 250 bucks. It's going to be 11 riders. I don't know if that's getting full. I'm, I'm sure it is getting full. Yeah, we did one after TKO, and it's a good time. I yeah. mean, just to watch Cody play, right, it's worth right. hanging out. And then there's also a Rachel Goodish Extreme School for the ladies, Monday, May 5th, 150 bucks. 11 riders. Oh, wow. So okay. if you're a, a up-and-coming woman's rider, learn from Rachel because yep. she is the woman a Tough Like Roar. She is. Did I say that right? The one, I don't She's know. the man, I, I don't know. She's all the above. Right. She does so, well there. How about she that? She kicks ass. Yeah. The oh ho beep. Sorry. <laughs> all right. What else we got? That's it. Okay. So that's the Tough Like Roar update. Sign-ups, Tuesday, May 4th, 8, 8 p.m. Central, like, Eastern, Eastern time. Real Because it is real time. Thank you. We're trying to get back to real time. Um, and, again, it does, the quicker you sign up, yeah, get the, signed up. The better the, starting don't, position you have. Don't be on the last row of your respective class because that sucks. Well, and, and it's good to know that. For like, for the Iowan Hard Enduro. <laughs> it is good to know Yeah, that. we didn't, like, know that it affected it. Of course, we were both kind of last-minute sign-up, so. Uh, yeah. But, again, there you will not be racing with the other classes mixed in. It will be just. You don't have to worry about Colton Haker running you over. He wouldn't do that, would he? I, I, that's <laughs> what I've heard. Oh, man. I don't know. Everyone, when they put the helmet on. That's right. Things it's, it's, change. I mean. And, and, you know, I hate, I don't want to hate to say it, but those dudes are out there trying to make a living. Like, it's yeah, their this job. Yeah, their job. Yeah. I get and it. So I'm getting out of their way when they're yeah. coming. I mean, well, and that was what, we were in, like, a gnarly section, and the guy on the trials bike, he was, like, pulled over and waiting, and I was going to keep going. I'm like, well, am I going to pass him? So, we pulled over and waited. I think that's when, uh. Tristan and Cody. Yeah, it was, it was Tristan, I believe, who came by. Yeah. Because okay, Cody had already come by us at that point. So I got you. Um, but I think that's it I mean yeah and as always people they keep asking they're like hey how can we help you out with a podcast the main thing you can do is go to your respective podcast service and give us a five star review if you like the podcast Mm -hmm. and and give us an actual like verbal like written review tell us why you like it or tell the internet why you like it because with the algorithms and all that stuff it it gets it it moved up okay what I've been told Okay. I, I don't understand how it works, but please do it. All right. So, can I can I give a bike update Really Please quick? do. So, we got 2021 KTM 300. What? Oh, you got my phone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you doing with my phone? Let's get ready. to did the podcast on Drew's phone, but um, it's recording on So, online. I got one all set up. It was going to be my practice. Like, I got two of them. Yep. I could not be happier with it. From the day I got it, I was blown away. Okay, well, so the other one's going to be the race bike. It took me a little longer to get it set up because we didn't have any races coming. I was like, I need some hours on this thing. Yep. So I rode it for like an hour. Oh, I did not like it. <laughs> like really, from zero to a quarter throttle, like doing trialsy stuff. It was just blurbery, and it was like the choke was half on on a car bike. And so I'm like, okay, maybe it needs to get broken in. So I rode it some more because when we got them, they had some race gas in I was like, ah, maybe that's it. So then you went to change a map, right? Yeah, I, was, I thought maybe it needed the updated map. Well, it had the updated map, so like, well, crap. Um, so I'm having issues with one, and I've heard some are good, some are bad, and yeah. I, I'm afraid, I don't want to say I got a dud, but I need to figure out what it is. So if anyone out there has experienced this, you know any fixes. I'm like, I'm turning you, over You've Ross. talked to the I've talked KTM to a lot of people. Mechanics. I mean, I, so let me talk about what I've done. I took the ECU off the practice bike, put it on the race bike. No difference. Um, I've messed with the power valve. No difference you're not supposed to do that nah, i know but so some ex pro factory husky mechanic told me to do it so i listened. But i put it right back where it was I messed, the, a, I messed so with i messed with i'm with heckler yes yes extreme heckler um i messed with the air screw didn't help somebody told me so on the practice bike i've actually put in an idle screw um no, I, I haven't done it what are your lights on yeah they're on. Okay. Um, that that's just right Sorry. Yeah, we'll put it on nine. We're, so we're going through Peoria, Illinois, Illinois. over this really cool bridge. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm looking for suggestions. I'm ready to. I want to like the bike. Like if if I would have started out that bike as my practice bike or that bike was the bike I started riding, I would not be a satisfied TPI owner. So again, free one out there. If you've made it this far, send me a message. Us a message. Let me know what what you got. Be interesting to see if anybody's still listening. Hopefully they are. Um, well, I mean, hopefully they're driving. Like I said, I, I, several people have told us, like, we try to get these up. I mean, obviously, we've got time that it gets it helps them on the drive home. So Yeah, it's only 8 o'clock. So, hopefully, some guys will get to listen to this tonight. Yeah, yeah well, it's 8 o'clock here. It's 9 o'clock real time. Well, um, it's 8 o'clock for most people that just left this race. Yes, it is. So, oh, Texas Roadhouse, oh, that'd be good. That would we have be good. <laughs> so, uh, next up, possibly last dog standing in two weeks if that happens. Stop. Um, yeah, it's on. Um, after that, in Mad Moose, Michigan, we're not going to either of those. We got a Sear race, uh, the Night's Watch, May 15th. Yep. Um, so we've got a couple of things coming up. So we'll probably. River ride, Monster coming up, not River too River Monster GPS, uh, yeah, June. 4th of so, July, Tough Like Wars, the next to East race? Uh, yes. Looking forward to that one. All Other right. than it being July 4th weekend, you won't be there. Kids got mountain bike downhill, Colorado. Yeah. Um, but anyway, hey guys, thanks for listening. And. Yeah. We'll see you out there. See you on the trail.